Hi, thanks for tuning in to Holy Spirit Feed. I'm Jen Johnson. I'm excited to share what God has been showing me. I'm praying that your spiritual ears and eyes will be open to hear and see what Holy Spirit has for you. My great nephew is super cute. We call him Bussy. I may have talked about him before in a previous podcast. He's three. And anyway, he loves juice boxes. It seems like he's constantly like at a family party or even at home, sneaking in the cooler or the fridge and getting juice boxes. Well, obviously he shouldn't have like six juice boxes in one day. That's a little extreme, (laughs) but left to his own devices, he would probably have more. When my niece catches him sneaking yet another juice box, she'll say, bussy, in that mom tone of voice, and he'll say, don't care, don't care, mom. (laughs) Not as in, he doesn't care that his mom is telling him not to sneak juice boxes, but he's actually telling her, hey, don't care, don't care, mom, it's not a big deal, just don't care about it, it's fine. You know, he shouldn't be drinking the six juice boxes in one day, of course, but he is onto something. And here's what I mean. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, and some versions say surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So what can we be anxious about? For job problems, finances, relationship trouble, kids drinking too many juice boxes? No, it says nothing. Do not be anxious about anything. So how do we combat anxiety? What is our kingdom weaponry? In this verse, it's Thanksgiving. Be thankful. So start listing things out. What are you thankful for? Health, family, a job, a car, home? The fact that you even have kids, never mind that he drinks too many juice boxes. (laughs) But you get the point. Friends, neighbors, whatever you can think of, be thankful. That is how we combat worry and anxiety. There's a popular quote by Reinhold Niebuhr. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. That's a very popular saying, and there's a reason why. It makes sense. The things you can't change in your life, someone else's choices, the things that are not in your yard, so to speak, whether or not you get laid off, whether or not you get sick in the future, one of your kids making a bad choice, You know, we need to pray about those things and then move forward. Don't put too much care and effort and time into those things if you can't change them. Pray and let them go. Please hear what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't care and just live a passive life and not take a stand for the important things of God. His word is a lamp unto our path. If you're doing something that does not line up or is in opposition to God, We better care and we better fix it. And I'm also not saying don't take responsibility for your life and your walk with God, especially within the body of believers that you are called to. 
We have too many Christians who missed the fact that when you receive Jesus as your Savior, you actually enter into the body of Christ. Take ownership of your part of the body. We need the hands, the feet, the face, the leg, the arm. Can you imagine if your left hand, for instance, said to the rest of your body, hey, I'm going to take the summer off and go camping. I'll see you in the fall. (laughs) You wouldn't do too well over the summer short a hand, right? Same with the body of Christ. God has a specific local body for every believer to be a part of. And when one part of the body decides to check out and not step into position, they suffer and so does everyone else. Make no mistake, God will cover the things and do what he can to honor those that are stepping into their position, but that's not his plan. His plan is for his body to be whole and work together with him as a healthy body. That said, we are only responsible for our part. We can pray for and encourage others, but we can't afford to stress and worry about what we can't change. And I'm also not saying to avoid things that you can change and are responsible for. Address the things that you can. Get a creative strategy from God and correct them. But we are clearly told not to worry about anything. In Matthew 6, verses 25 through 34, this is an amazing passage about worry. Verse 25, Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about your clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. And here's the last verse, verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. All right, so let's talk about that passage. Has anyone, first of all, figured out how to add a single hour to your life by worrying? (laughs) If you have, let me know. Anyway, do you worry about your clothes? Come on, this isn't just for the ladies. I know a lot of men who worry about their clothes too. When we worry or care too much about something as trivial as our outfit, it's proof that we aren't trusting God to care for our needs. It says in that scripture, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? In this verse, Jesus is calling people out. Anyone ever been called out by God before? (laughs) It stinks. But how many know he's always right 
And he never points things out to condemn, but instead to bring conviction of who you are. You aren't someone who worries about every little thing. You are someone who trusts in the Lord. Psalm 20, verse 7, some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. Can I get a good amen? And then it goes on to say, for the pagans run after these things. If you have made Jesus your Lord, you are not a pagan. You don't have to run after the meaningless things of the world. You have a greater call to run after Jesus. I love in verse 33, it says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you or some versions say added to you. I don't have to say much about that verse. It's so clear. Do it. Kingdom first. God will take care of the rest. And when it talks about don't worry about what you will wear, I think that's more of a serious problem than people realize. Um, Just recently, my daughter She was getting ready to start her basketball season in high school. And, of course, she had to have new shoes, and they all had to have matching. Certain color. Of course, she has to have a certain size and all these things, right? All of these requirements. And certain things are in limited supply right now. Like, you can't even find cream cheese. But it just so happens that, of course, her size and this color is very low inventory. And everyone's buying basketball shoes right now. It's just that season. So it was getting stressful. We were trying to get these things ordered and we just couldn't even find them. Finally, after all this shopping on the internet and da-da-da and looking in stores, we finally ordered some, of course, at a higher price than we wanted to. And then like an hour later, school got canceled for the rest of the week. Um, (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? You know, it gained us a whole week. Like we were freaking out for nothing. We had plenty of time to order these shoes. We should have just trusted God. He knows she needed shoes and he always comes through. You know, the enemy is putting out bait for you every day. Things for you to worry about. Things for you to put too much of your care and effort and time into. And these are often things that you can't even do anything about. If you're busy worrying about those things, You won't care for and give your effort and your attention to the things that God wants you to address, the things he wants you to focus on and give care to during that specific time. Luke 10 verses 41 and 42. You might remember this story. It's Jesus and he was at Martha's place and she was running around making all this food and such. And boy, some of us just went through that. I'm recording this shortly after Christmas and all the holiday parties. So we know Martha's pain. (laughs) Come on, we know what that's like. Where we're just trying to get everything done and we don't have enough time and we're making food and people are coming over. Come on, all you Marthas out there. I know you hear me. All right, in verse 41, it says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So Martha, Martha, or whatever your name is, Bob, Bob, Karen, Karen, you know, insert your name into that if you need to. (laughs) You are anxious and worried about many things, but don't care. Instead, choose the good part, the one thing that you are supposed to be focused on. 
It won't be taken away from you. Next time you find yourself worrying about anything, pray about it immediately. Don't waste any time inviting God into the situation to give you wisdom and solutions, steps to take in the right direction. Be thankful and telling yourself, I'm saving my effort and my energy for the things God wants me to focus on. Then take a cue from three-year-old Bussy, who is wise beyond his years, and just don't care. Don't worry, don't care. Trust God to handle it. God is faithful, and he will do it. So if you know anyone that struggles with worry, and I'm sure we all do, or just know someone who could use a good dose of the word of God today, which we all know someone like that too, amen? then please share this podcast. Jesus came to set the captives free, and we are here to do the same. So share this podcast with a friend, a coworker, whoever the Lord puts on your heart, and help someone else step out of worry and into that peace that surpasses understanding.